Blog Talk Radio. Amen. Amen. Thank God for today, first of all. Thank God for waking each and every one of us up this morning, giving us another opportunity to try to at least get it right before that day of the Lord come and make everything perfect. Uh, I want to thank my family uh, for yet still being um, a family. I want to thank uh, my granddaughter, Sheila, for coming into town. (laughs) Thank you, Sheila, for coming to visit us and show us your face. I got to get over there to see you. Um, I want to thank God for just this moment, a moment that we didn't know was coming until you're here to enjoy the moment. I want to also thank Elder Oliver uh, and this platform, Chaos Block Talk Radio. May God continue to bless you, sir, and your family uh, to even have a bigger platform uh, for better things to come. Uh, I know you never give up on anything that you do for God, and I know that you have something in the works to even have a bigger platform for God. And I thank God for you, you and your wife and your family. All right, so um, I'm not going to say much tonight unless I'm provoked yeah, to, yeah, correct, yeah. to correct something that my family may say wrong, but not necessarily my family, but just my wife who may say something wrong. I may come in <laughs> and interject, uh, but I do ask uh, my wife in front of everybody that she would be patient, humble, and let who's ever speaking, get their point across, then can we have a discussion on what was said. So I will be cooking shrimp while y'all on. I will be listening, and I will be uh, policing any rhetoric from my wife uh, so that you guys can get your point across and uh, uplift somebody. But thank God for the moment again. Thank God for... Uh, life, health, and a reasonable portion of it. And thank God again for my family uh, that I'm yet still alive to enjoy their doings of going in and out of life and what they decide to do, even if they make mistakes, uh, that they're able to still live and breathe uh, by you, Father God, that they can get it right the next time. So, with that being said, uh, my granddaughter, she, my granddaughter Sheila, who is on, I want her to pray us in, and then we'll start from there. Hello, hey everybody. Um, I just want to uh, come down. I just want to ask the Lord, thank you for another day. And I pray. Anybody who's listening right now they and change their mind of thought and get a discernment in their spirit and peace and mind. And I thank you for everything, Lord God, that you've done for us. And just to get it right and go close to you. That's all. Amen. 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 Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to stop talking. Oh, oh, let me let me say this. I had a beautiful week. It's yet still going. I got a retirement package that I'm rejecting because I love what I do, and it's free money to me. And we all should have a job that we love to do, and the money just comes without expecting it. So I'll leave that right there. All right, you guys go ahead. Well, I just thank God for today. I just thank God for who he is. I just thank God for my family. And I just want to thank God for Elder Oliver and his beautiful wife, Keisha Oliver. Um, I believe this month marks a year that we've been on the air with um, Blog Talk Radio. And it just amazed me how much a family can go through within a year, a year's time. A lot of things have transpired since the last time we talked. We started off with um, 
Um, my two sons on, my two daughters on, my grandkids on, you know, and it's kind of like Satan. I do believe that God is doing a new thing. I was going to go into some things that happened over the year. Um, but God changed the plan. So we're going to talk about tonight um, entering into a new season, entering into a new season. And what um, – I can't even read that. And what, um, what, God, what God has for us, if we just stay set and unmovable, and keep him first in everything that we do. Pray about everything and worry about nothing um, in this new season. Um, well, I really want to start with the grandkids on what they're going through um, in school and what they've been going through, you know, and just share with the people. We'll start with Sheila first because she was, Sheila was hot-headed and <laughs> she was on the basketball team. She's still on the basketball team, but when she was here in um in Georgia, she just moved um out of state. But uh, I went to a few of her basketball games, and this girl is a beast. She's a beast, and um she wasn't she was nothing to be played with, and she would get upset and want to fight and cuss and you know lay hands on folks and. And I do believe, Sheila, are you still like that? No, ma'am. Sheila? No, ma'am. No. How are you? You still in sports? What sports are you playing now? I play basketball and softball. So if you, if somebody, if you up in the air going to make the, the best layup, you open, and all of a sudden somebody come behind you and slap the back of your head in the ball at the same time, knowing that they're trying to foul, you know, so you won't make that shot. What, I mean, I know what you would have done back in the day. Are you past that now? Yes, ma'am. What would you do? Get back on defense. Uh, if I got fouled, <laughs> I'll shoot my free throw because, you know. But I'll get back on defense. You can always go for another lane. Okay, but well, how did you get to that point where you are now from being hothead? Um, I believe it was my coaches. I'm well disappointed now. I don't know, like, it's my coaches. They they taught me, and they taught me how to be calm and collected, and not everything going to go my way. And I think that's the reason why I used to get so mad, because I used to think, like, everything could just go my way, and it can't. But now I'm just patient, you know. Calm and disciplined. Like, even when I play against my brother, everybody know when I used to play against my brother, I used to get mad, and I, we used to get the fun. I don't, like, he win, he win. He just better than me instead. I got to get better. And that's what I believe it is. I believe if I'm getting beat like that, Gigi, if I'm getting beat, I just got to get better. It ain't, it ain't nothing. It's me. Okay. Okay. So what are some of the pointers that they gave you that somebody else or we can carry on in our lives, not just in sports but in life, period? Everything is not going to go our way. Um, but what have what else have they taught you? They taught me that everything's not going to go our way. And, um, um, they taught um, – I got to thank um. Yeah, that and also that it takes time, patience. Like, it takes time. You got to work hard to get where you want to be. That's like, and then my coach told me, like, that's anywhere. Like, that's anything you want to do. Like, you just got to work hard to get there. Mm-hmm. So what does working hard to get there look like for you? To me, Staying consistent, like going to practice every day, going to practice early every day, not late. Going to practice early every day, wake up, you know, get my day started, meditate, you know, stretch. I don't do that all the time. I don't do that all the time. I do it sometimes, but just stay consistent. Like you got to stay consistent. 
And that's I notice it's a habit like I'm not consistent. I'm starting to get there, but I'm not consistent. Mm-hmm. But at least well, you, yeah, you, you're acknowledging out there. But you're trying to get there, right? Right, I'm getting there slow. So y'all had a basketball game last night, I heard. Was it the night before? Um, I think I think it was the night before. We um played at the park. At, um, at the um, gym. How'd it go? It went good. Me and my brother was like, it was a bonding experience. We was laughing and smiling at everything. Like, I'm telling you, Jesus, usually I get mad. I ain't get mad this time. Okay. Okay. Amen. So y'all growing up. Y'all growing up. Got to. Yep. Well, you don't have to. A lot of people still haven't haven't grew up to the point where you are right now. So you well, don't have to. I just, I just you as you chose to. Yeah, like I can't. We can't stay in the same spot. You gotta grow, learn to grow. Mm-hmm. Amen. Where's D? Your brother around? Right here. DJ. Yes, ma'am. You played ball with your sister the other day. Yes, ma'am. How did it go? On your end. Um, when we went to the park, we did a little one v one. It was fun, and then when we we was on teams. And I'm not going to lie, I got mad at Sheila because, like, she kept selling me. So, but for the most part, it was fun. Selling me, yes, ma'am. Like, yes, ma'am. So what made you mad? for example. Yes, ma'am, the selling, like, she couldn't guard, she couldn't guard, she couldn't guard both of them. So, I'm like, I'm gonna just help her out, and we end up losing. She she end up laughing it off. I'm like, bro, it's not funny. That's crazy. So you don't play. You don't play. Laughing off, laughing off, losing, mm, and you the one who getting upset. Right. Because <laughs> normally, so, DJ, you take so everything the- as a joke. You take every. You don't want to take everything as a joke. And then she was the angry one. Yeah, but so losing, I'll oh, take that as a joke. I don't like losing. But the lesson, do you learn lessons in your losing? Yes, ma'am. So what was the lesson like, in, that, in that, the game? In that lesson, it was just like, I should have just helped out early. In the beginning, like, I helped out too late. That's what really cost us the game. So you can only get mad at yourself for not helping out early. Yes, right? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So the point, so it's good that you guys are talking about it and we talking about it. Because now you know. Now you know. And like Vanessa said, normally the tables are turned. But going into a new season, we have to be, what Sheila said, consistent. And get up early, even on your days off. Even on your days off. And what did I tell you before? If you want to be a basketball player, you can't sleep all day. Good basketball players are dribbling. They everywhere they go, they got a basketball. They're dribbling. They they, they a lot of a lot of times when I see our people, our kids, only time they're playing basketball is when they're on the court, or when they pick up a basketball is when they're on the court. You know that basketball everywhere you go. But the point is, you sleep all day. 
instead of sleeping all day, even on your off days, on your Saturdays and Sundays. This next season, y'all come, uh, this is what we're talking about, going into your next season. You have to be persistent. Whatever you want, you can't sleep on it. You can't sleep on it. You got to go get it. It's not going to be handed to you. These these people that you see playing basketball and um, uh, music artists and all of this, they've been doing this the majority all their life. They didn't just become famous. They've been doing this since they were little. Tiger Woods was born with a with a with a golf club. The the Williams sisters was born with those tennis rackets in their hands. You have to stay consistent. Whatever you want, you have to get it. You have to want it. If you can't, nobody. It's not, not going to be handed to you. You have to perfect your craft. You have to be out there. You have to do it. You have to do it. It's nothing wrong with me wanting something for you, but you have to put in the work to get it. Isn't you can't be great. Sleep. <laughs> you got to get up early. You got to do what others ain't willing to do. Because there's always something, it's always room for improvement. Always. So going into the next season. But anyway, how are you... Um, in school, what are you doing? Straight. How are you doing? Mm, I'm iffy. Some day, sometimes I have my what decisions. Sometimes I have my off. The decisions I sometimes make. you have your what decisions? Like, for example, what was it? Two weeks ago. I got in a fight in the bathroom, and that was a bad decision because I know I could have walked out, went to another bathroom. Mm-hmm. But instead, I chose mm-hmm. to fight. Mhm. Okay. So what you going to do next time? Just walk away. Amen. And I'm I'm glad that you you said that. You could have avoided it by just leaving out, going to another bathroom. A lot of times, we can avoid a lot of things. We can avoid the mistakes that we made. We can uh, we gonna make mistakes, but some mistakes we don't have to make. Some of the mistakes you don't, we don't have to make. I'm talking about we. Me too. Some things we just gonna have to suck it up. A lot of people. I'm not even gonna say a lot of people. My brother is in prison right now for for the principal, a principal or something. It's the principal. The principal have a lot of people dead and in jail. Some things you just don't have to learn how to just walk away. Just learn how to walk away. I think Vanessa had some questions about um, going into the next season as well. Yeah, I just really just wanted advice on a new season. I just feel like, um, yeah, I just feel like I'm in a new space right now, a lot of different changes in my life. And um, I'm just kind of struggling with, um, Allowing something, I don't know, just this new season, but something that she looked at kind of pierced me a little bit about, um, you know, knowing that you're not going to have control over everything. I think that was that was good of, like, you know, you kind of got to let life flow and let things flow, and that's how you really embody the fullness of what God has. Because if you're going to, if you want to have your hands on the wheel, then that's all you're doing. You know, you can't even really allow what God has to really come into your life and flow if you want to control everything. But I have, and that's something I struggle with because I have a, a issue with the, um, you know, the unknown or not knowing or I'm a planner. I get anxious a lot about things and things I don't know that I can't really put my hands on. 
um, just kind of reminding myself, yeah, that I'm not going to be able to control everything in my life. So, but those are the best places to be is when you let God really write that, write that page, you know, when you let God really take that wheel. But yeah, I just wanted advice. Really, everybody can input, I guess. But like, yeah, just walking into a new season because I feel like it's also what I'm battling with is like, and I shared this on my segment like last Wednesday, I believe. I I feel like I'm battling with like, I'm trying to, it's like I'm trying to catch up to my myself. It's like my old self is still here, but I've already made decisions in a higher, not not necessarily dimension, but like I've already made decisions that put me in a a better space. But it's like I'm still catching up to the decisions I made. Like let's say God told you to go apply to that college, you get to the co- you're at the college already. But it's like I'm still stuck with my old habits. I'm still stuck on my whole my old ways. How am I going to even maintain and manage this new place God has me in? You know what I mean? It's kind of like that's an example of let's say you're in college and you feel like it's premature, but you know that this is destiny. You know that this is purposeful. You know you're supposed to be here, but it feels premature to you. So, yes, that's perfect, actually. I'm in a new season that I feel like I'm premature. I feel like I'm still I'm premature. I feel like I'm not ready for it, but I'm here. And I know God has me here. I know I'm supposed to be here, but I'm not. I don't have the habit to maintain it yet. And I'm being honest. I don't have the habit to maintain where I'm at. I'm not in the best place mentally at all. Not at all, but I'm not in the best space mentally. And, yeah, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm already here at the destination. I forgot how I should put it, but, um, I can't remember how she put it, but it was something about me being at the destination, but I'm waiting for the door to open. I can't remember, but it was so good. But, yeah, like, so if anybody has advice of being somewhere you feel like you're not even ready for, like, it's just bigger than you. Like, what am I supposed to do when I'm still the same old me? Like, I don't know. And I'm not going to go backwards because... I was gonna say I'm, I was gonna I'm, add that I'm not gonna go backwards because God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. So it's just a matter of handling it. <laughs> like, can I say now, something else? Like I said, no, go ahead. You go ahead. No, you can go first. Oh, uh, and I completely, I completely agree with you, Nani. But that plays a big part in faith. You gotta have faith in things that you don't see. Fact, and if you have faith in things you don't see, like God. Big big part main thing is faith, like, and he art like you said he's not gonna give you nothing you can't handle, and he probably thinks you can handle it. Well, he knows not no thing. He knows you can handle it. So, I guess I don't know. I don't know what God plans for you, but what I'm getting here from here, he preparing you for. You don't think you're ready, but he knows. He knows you better than you know yourself. So, yeah, that's all. It's just faith, you know. You gotta have faith. And my faith be low. My faith be low all the time, the things I can't see. How can I trust and put my trust and believe in something I cannot see? I have a big I have a big problem with that like I just can't well I can. It just it it's it's consistency. I have to pray a lot, pray more, read my Bible more, grow a better relationship with God more than, you know, feel that. But that's all. Girl, the way I'm crying because you just hit the head on the nail about God preparing me because when I was about to get into about, like, how I'm not there mentally, it's like these, like ever since I made my decision to, like, well, what what happened was, and why I keep saying it's premature, I quit my um, weekend job and um, I had applied to become my own, like, vendor and have my own clients now because I'm in the healthcare field. And I applied. I got accepted. I got my acceptance letter and everything to have my own clients. Now my own business. So like, um, and with that being said, it's also other, you know, other personal things I don't really want to hit on. But like decisions, big decisions I've made for myself. And I feel like ever since then, I've been being attacked, like mentally and spiritually. I've been just like just daily. Something has been. Ha- it feels like something has been happening. And when you just said he's preparing me, like in order to 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 really 
know where you're at in your faith, know where you're at in your walk, or just to even obtain that the 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 um patience you're praying for, whatever you're praying for, you're gonna get tested in there. God has to, you know, you get you, things happen to prepare you for um certain seasons. So that was good. That's exactly what I feel like it is. Hey. Preparation. And spiritual yeah. welfare real. Like it's real. Mm-hmm. So like it's like what I say is like before you get to the next level, you gotta fall. Like I, you gotta fall. You gotta hit your down point. It's it's every. I don't know with God, it'd be a little difficult because you can't see nothing, but you know you can. It's a feeling. But like yeah, you gotta have, fall to get back mm-hmm. up. He gonna say, hey, right look before. Go I was about to say before I lose my thought. One, oh. mm-hmm. Before I lose my thought, slingshot. The further you pull that slingshot back, the further you're going to go. So you're being pulled back right now. What's being pulled back? The flesh. The things that, that your flesh desires. Okay? And, and things are going to start, they're starting to fall off of you as you're being pulled back. And when you're pull, getting pulled back, God is exposing the real you. What still times we go through our trials and our tribulations, and, and I won't say trials and tribulations, we just go through different things to show us what's still in us and what we need to work on. Okay, so let God pull you back. Let him pull you back. So the further you go back, the further you're going to go, the further you can go. And what brought to my mind just now was what she was talking about, the bounce. The harder you bounce the ball, the higher it goes. The higher it goes. So look to go higher. And and don't 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 be so anxious when things happen. God wants you to learn in in what you're going through. It's not always the devil. Just make sure that you didn't put yourself in that situation. Now if it's just a situation that came up and you didn't have nothing to do with why you in that situation. It's God pushing you to the next level to show you either how much you you ha- how much God you have or how much you you have or how much more God you need or how much more you need to deny your flesh or to kill your flesh and pray every day all day. We should be denying this flesh every day. We should be crucifying our flesh every day, daily. It's a daily walk. We're going to have different struggles. We're going to go through different things. Sometimes it's the same thing. Sometimes the, the, the enemy don't have different tactics. He just used different people to bring the same tactics. And we go through the same situations over and over because we didn't pass the first time. And we're going to have to keep taking that test over. And once you pass that test, it's going to be other tests because the, the higher you go, the more God is requiring for us to get to to walk a straight and narrow way. People are looking, watching us. They were wondering how we getting through. What we did uh, every time we every time it seemed like the bluets are down or something happened, we go higher, and we gonna keep going higher because we our eye is on the prize, it's on Christ and not on people. And when we start putting our faith in people, people are going to let you down just so God can show you him and take your eyes off the people. Hey, so so let me let me say this. Uh, uh, it's a good conversation that you guys are having, but I want you to know that the higher you go in God, the higher you go in Christ, there's going to be new levels of competition against what you believe in. And it's going to be a new level that your faith has to go in, as Sheila was saying about your faith. So I want to read this scripture in First Peter chapter 4, uh, starting at verse 12. First Peter chapter 4, beginning at verse 12. Beloved. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. So 
Vanessa, if you think back, every level that you have went in Christ, there has always been a challenge. There has always been something that tries to turn you backwards to not meet the challenge that God has put in your life. So every level that we go in God, there's going to be a challenge. And it's especially apparent when you believe in God and his son, Jesus Christ, and you are doing it. That's when you are paying special attention to by, by, the, by the devil. He don't want you to get there. He don't want you to be elevated by God because you went there. So every new thing in our life that is good that we're doing for God, that we're doing for ourselves, that we're doing for other people, there's a challenge. But, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. The higher you get, the more you're going to get attacked by the devil. But rejoice. In as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering. So what Christ went through when he walked this earth, he suffered because of the world. He suffered because of people uh, attempting to throw off his word, who was the word walking. Right? He suffered. That when his short glory, let me see, will rejoice in so much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering that when his glory shall be revealed, you will be glorified. So don't think it's strange when things happen to you. Just remember that it's coming. But you fight through what's ahead of you to get where God has put you in a position to be. All right? If y'all could hear the scream, I just grunt. Because I just read this yesterday, First Peter chapter four with my friends. I literally just read this yesterday. <laughs> it's so crazy. And I and I just read it this morning when I was studying. But read the last one. And that's what I'm when, saying. When his God. glory shall be revealed, oh. ye may be glad exceedingly. Joy. Okay. So you're gonna come and out. Like, of and like Papa was and like Papa was saying, they hated him first. So what worse can he get? And not even that, but in your walk with Christ, you can't go back. It don't feel right. You only can go forward. So yeah. I like that part. I like that. You gotta go. I love that part. I love. Ninety, 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 ninety. Oh my God! I love that part. But don't feel right. I love that part. I love that part. That means your heart is convicted. Yes. Oh my God. Hello? I'm here. I wonder what uh, happened. Mommy and Daddy. I heard a noise and then I think it went out. Hold on. Who's that shooting to my murky call? <laughs> can you hear us, Vanessa? Yeah, we can hear it now. Okay, sorry. Um, I don't even know what happened. No, but yes, but we don't even feel right. You got to keep moving forward. We got you. Mm-hmm. It ain't Amen. even. That. It ain't even that. It just be a body feeling. Like I don't know. It be for me. It be a body feeling. Like it's something telling me. And even when I try to, you know, do it, I just can't. Like, I don't know, it'd be something. It'd be telling me. And I'd be thinking I'd be tripping. But then I don't, I don't know. But it'd just be something. It'd be a feeling in my body. My heart be feeling heavy. 
That's how I know it is God. Okay, that's the only ghost, honey. <laughs> that's that spirit, honey. That's that's that conviction that comes with salvation. And even when you do it, even when you do it after, you feel so guilty. Like you just feel yeah. so guilty afterwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. God, God ain't turned you over to a reprobate. At least you still have feelings. Mm-hmm. I love the part of the scripture that he read where it was saying, like, um, don't, don't, what was it? Hold on, I'm going to go to the King James. About it not being strange, like, don't count it as strange. Hold on. Um, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial. Like, when you go through, like, when you go through things, don't think of it as something foreign or crazy or I don't know why, like, just strange. Like, no, we're going to go through things. We're going to go through life. Stuff is going to happen. You know, try to, like Mommy was saying, of like, try to, you know, there's a reason and there's a purpose. If you know you didn't do it, if this is not self-inflicting, then there has to be a purpose and a reason behind why you're in this place. And, um, yeah, that's what I've been trying. I've been actually doing pretty okay with that part of of filtering out my emotions and my feelings for the most part and trying to see the purpose behind the situation. So, yeah, that's good. Well, the, well, the thing is, the thing is, is that you done been through stuff before, but you got through it. So don't think it's strange when you go through something else. Just remember that God brought you through that. He'll bring you through this. Right. Amen. Amen. Are your mama tell you, or your mama will redirect your thinking and make you be positive? <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> A key key. Read 12 again. Read 12 uh, in the King James. King James, verse 12. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. This is still crazy that you went to First Peter chapter 4 exactly. Okay. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. As, as though some strange thing. Stop. No, stop. Read it again. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Stop. You're saying which, which is to, like it's going to happen? Which is to. Mm-hmm. What is with, wh- which is to? We're going to go through some stuff. Exactly, to try you. Read it, what, read it again. Hold on, I went to another version. Let me go back. Beloved, go to the next sure. Hold on, beloved, thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial when she's to try you. Let me see. A and P amplified. I like amplified too. I'm trying to figure and out so, what like. so, <laughs> look, and so some strange thing happened to you. Yeah, we're gonna get to that next. We're gonna get to that next. No, but <laughs> no, but we ain't we ain't gonna keep stopping. I want I wanna reiterate this though. As though some strange thing happened to you. We haven't got there yet. You, you remember, as, as Jesus would say, or God would say, what I have done for you before, when you went through other trials, this should not be strange to you that I brought you through those trials. So think it not strange when something happens to you. Mm-hmm. I have the amplified version. It says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which is taking place to test you, the quality of your faith, as though something strange or unusual were happening to you. Test the quality of your faith. Hmm. Not even that, but it's okay to fall. Like, literally, it's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with falling. Just get back up. Like, I don't know. I feel like people just they know what, why you fell in the first place. Why? How did you fall? Why did you fall? No, but that's good though because I definitely fear like failing, failure. 
Like, right. I remember mama, you told me like last month you feel like I, I have a fear of success, but it's actually not that. It's literally the opposite. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, I was a good student in school, college, dean's list. I succeeded a lot, captain in high school, just different things in my life I do good. So to even think that right now I could be in a place where what if the clients don't come in like they supposed, you know, or like what if I just quit my job <laughs> and I needed that, you know, it's just a place of like the unknown. And back to like the first point I said, of agreeing with Sheila, of control. You got to let go of control because you'll miss out on what God really has because you want to stay comfortable, because you want to stay put, because you want to because you want to have some sense of control, you stay exactly where you at. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. You got to be, hold on. I don't know if I'm saying it right. You got to, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you got to be, hold on. You got to be, un, I was going to say you got to get comfortable and be uncomfortable, but it's, I don't know, but you got to be uncomfortable to be where you is. You know you, you know you next level when you uncomfortable. Like, wait, you wait, wait, to be move the phone. To be wait, move the phone, talking to the phone. I see that muscle. Uh, you got to, I don't know, but I just know you got to be uncomfortable. Like, even when I be in a gym and no weights be hitting, I know my body going to hurt, but I know that yeah. I'm going to My body going to look good when I finish. Yeah. Like, you have to be uncomfortable hey. to be comfortable. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> That you was have to a good analogy. That was a perfect to be, to, to analogy, to yeah. analogy of being in the gym and yeah, like being or even being sore afterwards. Like you know, this is for a greater purpose. Like you got to be uncomfortable to to see success, to see you know, like to see yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and that goes and that goes back to being consistent. You got to right. be And just because it's uncomfortable, you can't just leave the gym and not come back to the gym. Just because it's uncomfortable, you can't just not <laughs> do it. You know, you got to stay consistent. And That's guess what? Good. And guess what? It's not even a body. It's not even about the body part now. It, when you be, when you stay consistent and you still in the gym, it don't even hurt as much as it did when you first got in there. Right. Then you start moving up in the in, in how many weights you lift. No, now, you well, that, well, wait, wait. now that goes into how I said my habits aren't even ready to be. Like, now I created a habit of going to the gym. You know, like, now it's you and uh, I can't even, uh, like, the, your habits are going to change. Like, oh, you're going to be able to maintain going to the gym. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get off the gym, but that's such a good analogy. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be able to maintain that routine now. Maintain where you're at. Put it in the schedule now. Like, you're going to be able to be able to, like, now you are qualified for that position because you've been consistent and done the work to be there. So maybe I am unqualified. Not unqualified right now, but maybe I am. Maybe I'm not prepared. Maybe I'm not ready, but that's why God has me going through trials to get me ready for where he's taking me, where I'm at. You got where he's taking me. Thanks. You got to get God don't call. That goes back to right. what I said last week. God, I mean the week before last. God don't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Yay. Okay. And, he and he don't um take his strongest soldiers. He picked the weakest. <laughs> Yeah, I read my Bible. <laughs> okay, David. <laughs> okay, man, Shira. <laughs> so, so, so in that, and you guys are doing, kept me thinking about a lot of stuff. But in that scripture of Peter, the word trials has an S on the end, not trial as a singular. But trials as in plural, meaning many trials. And God is counting on each and every one of us to get to the next trial. That's why it's it's got an S on it as trials. Or it would have been said trial, meaning you haven't learned your lesson in the situation that you're in. But he gives us uh, a promise that in our trials, in every situation, that we can overcome any attempts of the devil to prevent us from even getting to the next trial. 
All these trials are for our benefit, as Sheila said, to build our faith. The more faith we have, the more faith that God wants us to have, the more faith we'll have going forward to be with his and be with him in eternal life. So these trials are the basketball court. These trials are the the practices or the gym routines we go through. Right? So each one know that you're gonna come out and above each and every one of them. Because your faith was built on your last trial to be even more on your next trial. And don't give the devil any kind of room to hamper what you think of God and what you can do through God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> y'all really have me. Okay, so if y'all ain't got enough, so y'all hang up. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just marinating. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand. Well, y'all do understand. Y'all do understand. But it's really... It's, it's you really know, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy of our, our daily routines. It's kind of crazy what we go through. It's kind of crazy how we come through. It's kind of crazy what's in front of us. And it's even more crazier the next day after we went through something to think about the thing we went through the day before and how we got through it. But we have to base that on how we got through it, how we went through it, how we participated in the trial, and what was the outcome of how we acted. That's the whole thing right now. How do we act in the situation? How do we treat people of the situation presented? How did we get through it, person down? Did the devil work through that person to get to us that we will put that person down? We have to keep that in mind, that as we go through trials and tribulations, how do we handle the situation as we're in it? So we have to be careful how we come out of it. Even though you came out of it, don't make it, don't make it good with God. So that day, when that day comes, that we have to, stand before God for judgment, and we got to answer the things done in our bodies, we got to remember that we did it a certain way that wasn't what God would want. But we got through it, or we thought we got through it. So be careful how you get through trials and tribulations and how you handle people in your life that the devil will put in your life, or even God will put in your life, to see what your faith is. If we say we love God, we got to love man too. If we say we love man, we got to love God. Right? So we got to treat people fairly in the situation that we're in on those trials and tribulations. Those trials create tribulations. The tribulation create trials. But how do you come out? Will you be with God for eternity at the end of time? Or will you go to hell because of how you treated that trial that was caused by a tribulation? All right, all right, all right. Well, back to, um, are you feeling, um, I didn't turn the page for Peter. I wanted to make a point. What was it, Peter 5? No, Peter 4. Was it First Peter? Yeah, First Peter 4. Go back to, um, are you still there, uh, uh, Nani? Oh, yeah. Did you read it from the, um, I didn't forget the thought. No, I, I forgot. I forgot the thought. But just read it, read it one more time for me. Um, Maybe it'll... Okay, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Keep going. Uh, but rejoice. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Well, I just want to touch a little bit on the suffering. This suffering is nothing to be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed to us. We have to stay consistent like Sheila was saying. We don't suffer. This suffering that we're doing down here is, is, is we have it, it, 
Jesus had to suffer. We probably won't suffer like Jesus suffered, but we're going to have to go through some things. Everything is not going to be hunky-dory. Everything, like she said, is not going to go your way. This is not Burger King. And like my husband said, and what we're going through, how are we treating others around us while we're going through? We have still have to maintain our love for other people in our going through. We can't take stuff out on, on other people. At the cash register, um, was about a fact, on my way home yesterday, I stopped at the my husband wanted some chips. This lady looking through for a coupon in her phone. And me and the other lady was just standing there in line, just like, you got to be kidding me. We just said, we just looked. We just looking. We didn't say, we didn't even open up our mouth. We just looking. Then the kids was on the on the other cash register, you know, and it was stuck. They they left the cash register leaving a balance on it and took the stuff out of the store. So we're in line for a good, I'm not even exaggerating, a good maybe four or five minutes just standing right there at the counter. And we just looked at each other, and I, I had a comment to her. I'm not, and I told, and I said something like, you know what? Um, what was it? It was something like, we must have the patience of Job or something like that. Or we must love Jesus. Something, something I made a comment. And she said, yeah, yeah. I said, it was just a, a comment just to break the ice to how calm we were just standing in line, just looking, not complaining or, Lady, can you hear? We didn't say nothing. Both of us, we just looking at each other, and we didn't take it out on the lady. We didn't take it out on the cash cashier. We didn't take it out on nobody. We were just standing there patiently. Okay, and how we how we deal with the situations that's put before us? Remain calm at all times, and I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to myself because I'm quick to go from. Five to a thousand in a in a split second when things just go left. I'm speaking to myself. And that situation yesterday, it was just it was just so soothing, just standing there, just watching how this was gonna unfold. And when we both got outside, I told her, I said, You must go to two chapel. <laughs> the church down the street that um I've been visiting. She said, No, but I like to go. And I told her where it was, and I um, I told her, what did I tell her? Well, anyway, I told her, um, you know, God bless her, and we went, went about our day. But the, the point of the matter is we have to remain calm at all times, regardless, because you could be entertaining angels unaware. You never know. That was just a testing um, for, for me, you know, to just, you know, just relax. It's not that serious. So, so to remain calm in in your trials and tribulations, to believe that God fights your battles. Yeah, He does. Okay, so if we keep that in mind, in every trial and tribulation that we go through, should we become more humbler? We should. Okay. Because every trial and tribulation that we have gotten through, it was because God fought the battle in him that we should be calm going through the battle. Uh-huh. So we have to keep in mind that um, even though, and I'll say this about my granddaughter, Sheeta, even though she moved out of state, for me not to see her as often as I should, even though DJ is going through his trials and tribulations, even though my youngest son is going through his trials and tribulations, even though my oldest daughter is going through her trials and tribulations, even Vanessa that gives me a breath of fresh air and what me and her have talked about the word of God, even though my wife and what she does knowing that at the end of time, God would have things to be all right. So what I ask all of you to do and all under my voice that are listening, be humble in your trials and tribulations. 
because your energy and your strength can't get you through it. It's only God that fights your battles for you to come out on the other end. And that's that's it for me tonight. I know what else I told the lady. Before before I got in my car, I let her know that it could have been an accident down the road that was deterring us from, from going down the street uh, from um, avoiding the accident. That's what um, we ended up talking about, the last thing that we said to each other. Go ahead, Sheila. Um, and I know a lot of us like to, you know, when things happen, we like to react off of how we feel at the moment. And our hearts are deceiving, our minds are deceiving. We don't even know what we want from it. But, like, we we can't just react on how we feel at the moment just because that's how we feel. Our emotions, I think that's what gets us in a lot of bad places or karma because we react off how we feel. We can't react off of how we feel at the moment. Like, my yeah. mind will deceive me. I don't know what I want for real. Yes. <laughs> that is so good. Yes. Lord, I'm so full. Yes. Yes. Like, that's why we have to pray daily, Lord, give me my daily bread. Like, what do you feel I need today? Like, what do you, God, please order my steps? Like, we don't know. Right, when we get in those situations with the emotions, ooh, that will definitely put us in a place where we didn't even mean to be. <laughs> then it got you. Then it got you reflecting on what you could have did better. Right now, you want to reflect this place. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even mean to do it. You ain't right. You do something you don't even mean to do. Right. You got to be slow. Slow to anger. We got to take things, you know, a little slower for sure. Mhm. They slow to speak with here. You know, it's 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 funny, and you know, I, I didn't mean to be on tonight. I, I promise you, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's funny how we are a reflection of ourselves. Why? Because God created us, right? We are a reflection of ourselves and what God created. If you reflect evil. Eternal death. If you reflect, if you re- reflect goodness, eternal life. We are a reflection of ourselves, and I, I think that's that's it tonight. You keep that in mind. Your reflection of yourself. Who are you? Who did who did God create in you? And anytime we have a situation in our trials and tribulations, and your reaction. Think upon your reaction and how you could have reacted if it's not right. So as each day as God raises you up or gives you breath in your body to live or to wake up, it's your reflections that you have to get right or that you did right. Think about that every morning. In the old, see, I'm, I'm at the age now where every morning I thank God for every day that he wakes me up. And a lot of young folk, you know, my daughters, my, my grandkids are not at that stage yet. Think about God waking you up yet another day and how you handled the situation the previous day. We are a reflection of what God created. What do you want your creation to do and what God made in you? Amen. Well, if anybody under the sound of my voice don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, I just I beg you to get to know him, get to know him as your personal Savior. And if you don't know him, I would like to lead you to Christ. Just repeat after me, Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. Come into my heart. I believe that you died and rose on the third day. And that's it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Is DJ, is DJ, DJ, 
Can DJ pray us out real quick? I want to thank Elder Oliver and his um, beautiful wife, Tisa Oliver. I want to thank my family for being on tonight. And um, we pray for Sheila's traveling grace and mercies on the way back to Mississippi. Right. Is DJ, is DJ available? I'm right here. Right. You want to pray us out, son? Yes. Yeah. Um. Dear God, I hope we all got something off this message today. That we have a better week, environment, and just keep progressing to be better. Um. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Amen.